Welcome to Swala Nyeti, the law podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions of the day. Swala Nyeti is sponsored by the law firm of Kigwata and Company Advocates and is intended for educational purposes only. Welcome to episode 30 of Swala Nyeti. It's the end of the week and I am the lawyer, aka Wakili Hari Karanja. And I am the layman, Kashao Patrick. Yes, Kili. Mm. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. What? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will be launching my music career later today. Please don't. <laughs> Let's let stick to podcasting. We've been on a good run. <laughs> Are you ready for today's question? Uh, okay. Uh, you aren't going to sing a bit more. You know, uh, let me not discourage you. What no. more do you have for us? No, it's just it's Friday. Okay. <laughs> and I'm a bit downcast because of the bars are closed. The local. The the your local is not open. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh these days we can't even tell if it's Friday, it's oh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Every day is so I mean I guess that's a good thing for you. Is it? Yeah. So you can every day can be Friday for you. Or unfortunately every day has become Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here in the Swalanyeti universe, it's still Friday, uh-huh. and it's uh, the last week, week, the last day for the week, and yep. we need to get our Friday question in. So, yep. what is it? And we're on episode thirty. Can you believe it? Uh, congratulations, man! You too, man. Okili. Uh-huh. This is the question. My name is Dennis, and I need advice. Last year, my uncle, who I have known since I was a child, asked me if I would be interested in buying some piece of land in the village where he had a small farm. He owned a one-acre plot, although he tit- the title was still in my late Shosho's name. He told me that he had inherited it from her many years ago before she died. He said he had never transferred it to himself because he didn't have money to process the title. He promised that if I paid, he could help get the title. I paid the amount and an extra 30000 to process the title. Two weeks later, he brought me, to the title, he brought me the title of the land in my name. I did a search and confirmed that it has been transferred to me. However, now my other uncles are now saying that I stole my Shosho's land and that my title is fake. They have said they will get it cancelled. What should I do? All right. So here we have Dennis who says, who claims he bought land from his uncle. And this land was in his Shosho's name from what I can understand. Or rather he says that this land had originally been his shoshos, his grandmother's land. Mm-hmm. And after he paid for this title, he paid for the land and the title deed, he was able to get a copy of the title in mm-hmm. his name. But there's a claim that this land, who, which the uncle claims he inherited from his mother, mm-hmm. who, who is Dennis's grandmother, yes, was illegally transferred or rather that the title deed is fake. Yes. And he wants to know what he can do based on these allegations. Oh yeah, and I have I know what he can do. Mm-hmm. I think Dennis paid yes for land mm-hmm. for title deed. Yes. He even did a search uh-huh. and confirmed that the title is in his name. Yeah. yeah. And it's go to your local <laughs> <laughs> grab a beer. <laughs> Every stay easy, you're okay. Okay. There is no way Mm. A title in, you cannot be robbed of land mm. by some jealous uncles mm. in a title that is already in your name. Okay, so I can see you're really pushing the Friday theme, but uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> maybe before we tell Dennis to go and uh, enjoy 
at the local which probably is even closed anyway. Okay, take take away. <laughs> <laughs> what you said about a title in most instances is the position. However, mm. however, however, in law however in law there is always a rule and the exception. So okay. a title is usually conclusive proof of ownership. However, a title can be impeached if one the title was acquired fraudulently mm-hmm. by the purchaser or oh. secondly it was the way the title was acquired even if the purchaser was not aware was through a corrupt or fraudulent uh, scheme which which there's none of that here there's no fraudulent action and they don't seem to see any corrupt scheme Okay so <laughs> let's let's look at it a bit more. I mean Dennis seems to be an upright uh, a man of upright yeah, standing. Yeah, a citizen law obeying. Uh, How do you say law abiding? <laughs> law abiding citizen. Yes. And w- we will only do him justice if we explain how the law works in such situations. So the first thing I think we need to to look at is this land he he purchased he claims or he he outrightly states that the uncle told him he the uncle inherited from Dennis's grandmother the so this he says he inherited it when she was alive many years before she died yes so i think the first thing we need to look at here is how is property transferred in the event that someone has died because assuming that we just take the literal meaning of inheritance usually inheritance refers to property that you acquire after someone's death only okay literally y- yes literally i mean he <laughs> says inheritance i mean if yeah. we ignore the issue that he says that it was when she was alive and we just look at inheritance inheritance is property that you acquire after someone is dead okay okay now you are poking holes in this case <laughs> not fucking holds <laughs> yeah. so, okay so but he yeah he said he inherited however he inherited when she was alive okay so l- we'll deal with both instances so okay. let's assume that she had passed away and he inherited he acquired this property through the process of inheritance and the legal process and it's important to mention what that process is okay because if someone dies and the only way that you can acquire that property is through the process of transmission and transmission here essentially refers to how property immovable property in this case land can transfer from the deceased person mm-hmm. to the beneficiary through their personal representative okay so now put it in context so uh, for this to happen essentially what um the uncle would needed to have been was a personal representative to the show show so he he would have had to go to court under a succession um cause mm-hmm. and apply to be the personal representative and take out a grant of probate or a grant of letters of administration and once a court grants this gives him this grant certifies this grant he can take it to the registrar of lands and the registrar mm-hmm. would note that he is a personal representative and would allow him then to either transfer the property to a third party or to them to himself to be registered on the property as a personal representative and could he also does he have the option of transferring the title to himself 
yes, he could. He could transfer to himself. So I've said he can transfer it to a third party or himself. Mm. Or, or he could register and say, for example, this this property is owned um, by, by Shosho, Shosho and but is under me. As a personal representative. I see. Okay. Now, wow. see, if, if that was the case, then, uh, I mean, I think Dennis is in the clear. But of course, transmission is not the only part of uh, this which needs to be done properly. Yes. Because... This, in my opinion, it looks like agricultural land. And when you are buying or selling agricultural land, you also need to get land board contr- land control board consent. Mm-hmm. Now, in this case, it's not mentioned. Yeah, it's not mentioned anywhere. But uh, yes, so when it comes to agricultural land, this is usually a requirement. What? And <laughs> does that mean... Look, Wakili, then it... Dennis did as such and confirmed that the land is in his name. Where were these land control board people when the land was being transferred? So, I mean, the assumption is that uh, it was done. And that's why I said that usually a title is conclusive proof of ownership. But we don't know how it was done. We don't know how this land control board consent was gotten. Because can, can, can you transfer land... Mm. that has missed the step of the land control board. When where, where do you do the search? Not at the land control board? No, no, no. The search is done through the Ministry of Lands. Oh. At the registrars. Yeah. Okay, or in some cases through the uh, electronic pl- yes. platforms that yes. the register has provided. Mm-hmm. But the land control board is usually done within the district where the, where land, the land is. Where the land is. And this is a physical meeting that physical both meeting. the buyer <laughs> and the seller and the seller's um, representative there is wife usually and sometimes children yes, have yes. to attend. Now that you mentioned, I have been to a land control board when <laughs> <laughs> my dad is selling land. I have been asked to to present myself and to consent. Yes, there you go. So usually, and I mean Dennis makes no mention of this, so it's wow. There is a question mark there, but let's assume that um, this was done. Uh, the other thing is we come back to your question of this inheritance, whether this in, this inheritance was before yeah. or after the death of the grandmother. And uh, if it's before the death of the grandmother, it's not, we'll give it a different term rather than inheritance. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll call it uh, a gift inter vivos. Gift inter vivos. Uh, yes, which uh, is another Latin term. Hey, this week has only... <laughs> Uh-huh. What does gift intervivos mean? So this is uh, a gift which is given during the lifetime of the benefactor or the person who is giving the gift. Okay. Now, this a gift intervivos can be passed to the beneficiary without registration of title. Yes. And and be validly owned by the beneficiary. And um what usually happens is in customary law, in some traditions, in some communities, they would uh, regularly have a person, an elderly person, who is probably, you know, ex- contemplating that soon they will no longer be alive. Mm. They would gather their children and divide their yeah. property. Yeah. 
But n- not just tell them that you'll have this when I die. They would actually divide the property and the son would now, or the children would now start going and living yeah. in the property they've been given. Which is very common by the, in, the old, in the old systems. Oh, and it's still applicable even now. So it's a gift which is given during someone's lifetime. Mm. And if that was the case and uh, this uncle was given a gift during their lifetime, then he could prove it. He would have to prove it in court. Yeah. Okay, usually through having both expert witnesses and witnesses yeah. come and say that this actually happened. Yeah. But he could prove it and the land could be validly his. And through that, um, he could have validly sold it to Dennis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, then it seems to me that Deno is in the clear. This land could have been a gift to his uncle. It could have been. And if that's the case, then, uh, like I said, it's possible that he validly acquired the title. But if it was not, and you see there's a claim which is coming up here from the other uncles. Yeah. So we have to address that. Maybe they're just jealous. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if what they're claiming is that this land belonged to the grandmother, then we can maybe we can probably assume that it was never transferred to the uncle and in that case in the absence of the uncle having grant of probate or grant of letters of administration to show that the land was transferred to him to show that he was a personal representative yeah, of the show permitted yes of the show permitted to transact the land mm-hmm then what he did would amount to something called intermeddling, which is essentially trying to transact on property before you get a grant, trying to transact on the property of a deceased person, person. before the court. Which in, in essence is you are, you are selling a person's land, which you shouldn't. Exactly. In fact, it's a criminal offense. And What? And yes, and that would squarely fit in with a fraudulent or a corrupt scheme. Wow. But he's your, <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. This is your show, show your uncle, and you're the grandchild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now you're in criminal waters already. Yeah, so I think um, you've uh, many times you find that courts will not really pursue criminal sanctions, mm. but uh, what could happen is that the title could be impeached, and if it is impeached, then any money that you have paid towards that is lost. Even when... You're innocent. In if case of Dennis. Yes, remember Nemo that quote non habit? So yeah. I <laughs> I, I <laughs> so the uncle is selling land he didn't have. Correct. So wow. So in in that case, this unfortunately applies even to an innocent purchaser. So even if you are an innocent purchaser, you would lose out on your purchase because the land was acquired through a fraudulent or a corrupt scheme, that even if it's with outside of your knowledge. That is so painful. And not to raise any issues, but I think also the uncle is very co- connected. He got a title in two weeks. You know, that's another question, Mark, because this sounds like a very fast period to get yeah, a title. He's just a, a big guy. You never know. Well, now this is where it's gotten him. Ha. Ah. Dennis, man, I think you need to grab another beer. <laughs> Either we are celebrating here or we are starting to drown our sorrows. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> the, you're right. It could go either way. And if if uh, Dennis can show that the uncle had the authority to transact in this property, 
then he could be in the clear and mm. uh, he he would be the title could be legit but like as you say if this title was transacted while the uncle did not have authority then he Dennis might end up losing out and the title deed could be cancelled by the court Dennis in fact I have nothing more to add I think the only thing I can say is just just continue drinking <laughs> <laughs> whichever way the dice falls <laughs> I hope I hope it doesn't end up in tears. Have you seen those things they said this will end in tears? <laughs> I hope this is not it. Oh, what a week it has been, Wakili. I hope you have enjoyed yourself. Oh yes, I have. Thank you. These cases of Mashamba land. Whew. I think uh, I, I bet we'll have a recap for this, but in the meantime, it's been a fantastic week. It has been. Yeah, and have yourself an enjoyable weekend that looks, you know, in this COVID, the weekend and the weekday is the same, but all the same, try and enjoy your weekend. And next week, starting on Monday, Wakili, we have questions on people who get accidents. I don't know how we could term it in law. Personal injury. Personal injury. Wakili, have you ever been hit by Anduzi? <laughs> <laughs> it looks funny, but it is... It is equally dangerous to be hit by anything. In any case, so we are going to be covering cases of personal injury and tort. Not the tort you think, but tort in law. All the same, I look forward to seeing you next week on Monday. And have yourself a lovely weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to Swala Nyeti. Special thanks to our layman, Gashal Patrick, and our lawyer, Harry Karanja. If you have a legal question that you want answered, send us a WhatsApp message on 0708-11122 or email us at admin at swalanyeti.org. You can find downloads to all our podcast episodes on our website www.swalanyeti.org.